I know for a fact that this is kind of a male pride ego. It's kind of uh, rooted in hubris and um, not wanting to look bad. All these kind of mm -hmm. things that men can struggle with are our frail male egos kind of get in the way of this. And I think that men need to learn how to apologize more. Men need to learn how to own their bad behaviors to their wives more frequently. Keep mm -hmm. shorter accounts. Welcome to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. We're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore, and on today's episode, why men have such a hard time admitting they're wrong. Yep. This one, uh, I didn't, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm not, this isn't a good one, but it's an important one. It's yeah. an important one for me, but even more so for you. Okay. Okie doke. Okay. Here we go. One, two, three, four, five. You say something. One, two, three, four, five. Yep. Um, I, to be honest, I don't want to do today's podcast. Okay. Do you already have a topic? I do. But you don't want to do it. I don't. Is it because it's convicting? <laughs> <laughs> or you're just grumpy. No, I'm not grumpy. Today, I'm not grumpy. <laughs> In this uh, moment, you're not uh, grumpy? <laughs> other days this week, I can't promise to that. In this moment, I'm not grumpy. Okay. Um, but I do have to confess or own up to or recognize a, a part of myself that I just don't like. Mm. Um. I hate being wrong. I hate I hate it when it's proven that I am wrong. That's Ooh. even worse. Okay. Because I really do believe a lot of the time that I am right. Yeah. Most will, of the time. I will have to agree with that statement that you believe that you're right. <laughs> Don't smile so much through this as I I'm am. I'm not. I'm, I'm waiting to see where this is going. There have been probably three separate instances. I'm not going to bring up the specific times or details or what the topics were about, but within the last probably five days, mm -hmm. there have been three instances when I have thought for sure that I read something or heard something or saw something and it was X, Y, and Z. And you came to me and said, it is A, B, and C. And I said, it is not, it is X, Y, and Z. And you're going, honey, it is A, B, and C. And I, I, I wish I was a better husband than this, but I end up getting pissy. I end up getting short. I end up getting uh, offensive and that's not a good husband to you and mm. I'm sorry thank you I don't well, I don't like being wrong but I don't like being an ass I don't like being an ass towards you you don't deserve to be treated that way and this has been on my heart I have been convicted about this and I have been trying to find a time to talk to you about it and I for some stupid reason picked this time <laughs> Thought a podcast would be the perfect time. For for a couple reasons. One is because you need to hear this, whether we have our microphones on or not, it doesn't matter. You need to hear this from me, your husband, that I 
probably haven't been the best husband in these situations. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we are doing it during a podcast because I want other people to know who listen to this. I'm not a perfect husband. Right. We don't have a perfect marriage. Um, you're not married to a perfect human being. No. Neither one of us are, obviously. And 30 years practicing this thing called marriage, we still get it wrong a lot of times. I still get it wrong. And we are still learning how to do this. But I also want other husbands who may struggle with this issue because I know for a fact that this is kind of a male pride, ego. Um, it's kind of uh, rooted in hubris and um, not wanting to look bad. All these kind of mm-hmm. things that men can struggle with are our frail male egos kind of get in the way of this. And I think that men need to learn how to apologize more. Men need to learn how to own their bad behaviors to their wives more frequently. Keep mm-hmm. shorter accounts. This is the part of the podcast that I don't want to go into because I would love to hear how those moments when I wasn't very kind or loving towards you, how they kind of sat with you, uh, how you felt. Well, if you want to share those things, um, obviously they didn't sit very well. The, the hardest part about it, aside from how I felt hurt, the second hardest part about it was we weren't in a place where I could tell you, hey, you've really hurt my feelings here. We were somewhere where we needed to just keep going about what we were doing. Yeah. And so I had to deal with it on my own yeah. and sit in hurt on my own and be around people and not pretend like I was okay, but find a way to just keep doing what I needed to, to do, what needed to be done for where we were at. Um, and then I haven't been able to bring it up to you because you've just kind of had a couple of rough days. Yeah. And that's really not the best time to bring something up to someone when they're already struggling. Yeah. So I've just been kind of sitting in it on my own. Mm. And so I appreciate the fact that you recognize it and that you're aware of it and bringing it up. Sorry, it's taken so long. It's all right. You're right. We weren't in the places to do that, but I still could have done that a couple hours after it happened rather than a couple days. Right. Here's the thing, too. And again, maybe understanding how our fragile male brains work is, is I know pretty quickly that I was in the wrong and yet I hate having to come to you and admit that you are right and I am wrong. I hate it. I hate every minute of it. See, and that's so interesting because I wouldn't have never guessed that you knew right away. And I was just like, okay, I'll just let him think that he's right. and feel. Right away, like within 15, 20 minutes, not like in that moment. Right, no, no, no. But yeah, I, I realize I was on the wrong side of the argument. I was defending something that was inaccurate. Yeah. And so I have been asking myself, 
why in the world do I keep doing this? I, I know this has happened in the past. I know that I'm not perfect all the time. But why the heck do I feel like I am right more than you are? Right. That's a, that's a prideful position to be in. Well, and it's, it's, really, it's really hard for me because I feel like you're so adamant about that you're right. It makes me feel like you think I'm stupid. Yeah. And it's like, is there even a possibility that can, and, and then it starts to put doubt in my mind. Like, yeah. does he know something I don't know, even though I'm, I know I know what I know, but now I'm doubting myself. Yeah. And I don't know how to describe what you give off in those moments. Like what air or, yeah, I don't know what, what to call it. But it really does make me feel pretty small. Yeah. I can imagine that. And that's the worst thing that I could do. Because here's, here's how I think about it and how I used to try to teach my clients. If some other man came up to you and said something to you that made you feel small or treated you like your, your information or your position was stupid and they were right and you were wrong, if any other human being on the planet did that to you, I'd come to your defense. Mm -hmm. I would show up and go, back off, Jack. You're, there's no way in the world you're going to treat my wife that way. And yet I treat my wife that way. And I have a hard time recognizing that you, because it's me and my defensive brain. This, right, is, this right. is why we say your survival brain is the enemy of all marriages, because my survival brain is kicked in at that moment. And I'm not thinking about your feelings. I'm thinking about how do I look? I'm thinking about what is, how does my ego take a hit here? How am I going to look like the, the schmuck who is wrong all the time? And how do I protect myself? Whereas if someone else, the third person comes right. in and, and treats you that way, my ego is not threatened at all. In fact, I look pretty good. I'm the hero. I'm defending my wife and, and I am protecting you. And I, got, I have to learn how to get out of that survival brain right. as quick as humanly possible and go, wait a second, you never deserve to be treated that way by any other person on the planet, but especially by your husband, because you have chosen to be the most vulnerable, the most open, the most transparent with me, and I actually have the greatest capacity to hurt you in deeper right. ways than anyone else does because I know you the most intimately. Right. And so I should, I should be on guard the most. I should be the most careful around you, and I am not sometimes, and I'm so sorry. I feel so bad about that now. And I wish I could take it back. I wish I could have a do-over, but I don't. I can't go back in time. So I'm sorry, darling. Thank you. I really am. You deserve to be treated much, much better. Thanks, honey. Yeah, this sucks. I'm not going to hold it against you. Thank you. And I will do my best to try. Well, you've talked about causing a doubt. I now have been going, every time I think I'm, I know something for certain, it's like, well, do I really? Because I've been wrong three times in the last week here. Do I really know it as well as I think I do? I'm, I shouldn't probably 
defend my position nearly as strong as I think I should because I'm wrong a large majority of the time now, apparently. I'm just getting it wrong. And I should probably not get it wrong. Well, we all get things wrong. It's really how we handle that. And, and yeah. Yeah, I don't like it. No. I like just being right. Well, well okay, you're talking to the queen of not like not liking being wrong. Yeah. You know, so I I understand I understand that um not not wanting to be wrong or not liking to be wrong and not wanting people to see you looking wrong. Yeah. Not physically looking wrong, yeah. but you know what I mean? No, I totally get it. I know what you mean. So trying to to be open to hearing other people's options or opinions or beliefs is has to be come in there somewhere. <laughs> okay. Let me make this easier on myself and I'm going to make it just a little bit more cognitive rather than a little bit more personal here. Okay. okay. Uh, this is one of the uh, key data points that the Gottman uh, research people, whatever, came up with, where um, husbands who are open to influence is one of the biggest indicators of the su success of a marriage. Husbands who are open to being influenced, who are able to listen to other people's perspective, who are able to admit when they're wrong, um, that they're not closed off, defensive, demanding, um, dismissive, all those things. If, if a man is open to influence, it's, it's one of the best indicators to, to show that a marriage is going to be successful. Mm -hmm. And I would like to get really good at that. I would like to be open to influence. And this week, I have not been. No. This week I've dropped the ball really, really badly in this area. So I'm aware of it. I am trying to get right with you and apologize by taking care of that. And I'm going to work my absolute best to um, have a much better openness and perspective towards you as much as I can. Thank you. Okay. Yep. I'm sorry. I forgive you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I appreciate that. No commercial, no promotion. Let's just stop there. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next time. Oh. <laughs> what? You just sound so sad. And it, 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 the right kind of sad. Yeah. Not. Yeah. I have sorrow. Yeah. I am sorry. Yes. I have sorrow. sorrow. I am active in that. Yes. So thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next time. All righty. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.